Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Sacred Flesh, a beauty podcast with a ghostly twist. Um, We started with some birth date announcements, and obviously I'm still the oldest one here, so that's fine. Um, But today we have a birthday, and so we're just going to head right on into it. We've got a birthday wow. for my friend Caitlin. Happy birthday. Caitlin. Happy birthday. Thank you. Think we get closer to the microphone, Caitlin. Yes. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we will introduce my friend Caitlin in just a second, but obviously I'm Lee Wick. I am the owner of Vanity Makeup and Skin, which is a um, alternative day spa in downtown Spokane. I also own Vane Industry Elevation, which is a training certification company for beauty business owners and aesthetics. And um, yeah, we, we're kicking some ass and we'll just do a round table. Um, hi, Sydney. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good today. Good. Um, how are you, Brennan? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing great. Good. Yeah. Okay, well. And now Caitlin. I am good. My skin is glowing from my facial this morning and I have an energy drink, so I am vibing. Nice. Um, so I can tell Caitlin's nervous. She's <laughs> using her quiet voice because she's literally not <clears throat> quiet like this. No. And she's nervous and so just grasp that microphone and like feel the power. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, when you grab it, it's almost like <laughs> different. It makes it, my, it makes my job really hard if you talk quiet. That's what she I said. Apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'll put my big girl pants on. There and you talk go. Like an adult. Yes, yes. So, Caitlin, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, Caitlin is my hairstylist, and Caitlin and I have a very cute and cool history and a friendship story, and so we're so going to talk about that, right? Um. Caitlin and I met um, because Caitlin, so I, we were both on the Today Creates Tomorrow national campaign for Paul Mitchell schools. Mm-hmm. And Paul Mitchell picked like 19 people in the United States and flew us all to um, West Hollywood. And we got to do all of their marketing campaigns. Like our pictures are still on I'll be scrolling Facebook and Instagram and there'll be a picture on something and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, I won first place in the extensions uh, title and there's me and you yeah, <laughs> and all of our friends. So Caitlin and I met there in LA. Yeah, like three years ago. Like three years ago. And then we had no idea that we were going around the room introducing ourselves and she lived in Spokane and I lived in Kennewick at that time. So we became friends on Facebook, and um, we had a fun three days there. Yeah, that was a lot in three days. It I was. always forget it was only three days. It was so tiring too. But tell me about your experience, how you how how you felt in LA and all of that. I was very overwhelmed in LA because yes. I was like nine days post beauty school graduation. <laughs> Um, so everyone was like going around there and like, I own this business and I do this famous person's hair. What are your goals? And I was like, I would like to get a job. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't even landed a job outside of school yet. And I was there. So I was like, I do not belong to this group of people right now. Like Kendrick Lamar's barber was there. It was so overwhelming. Yes, it was so overwhelming. Yeah. Yes, Brennan, you heard Kendrick Lamar's barber. 
Yes, there were famous people. John Stapleton did my makeup. I shit my pants. I literally rolled in and I was like, wait, 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 wait. This is way bigger than I ever thought we were going to be. Is that John Stapleton? And the guy who like takes pictures for GQ magazine took our pictures and stuff. And so I was like... I am in a new world, and I and he these just, pants are from Walmart. It was so fun, it and was we cool though. And we worked from a lot of standing around, mm-hmm. a lot of bonding with each other, a lot of bonding with each other, waiting for our us to get called. A lot of food, a lot of, yes. a lot of. Um, sorry, I gotta ask you, you. You're talking about this like it's like no big deal. <laughs> yeah, for real. So you you both got invited of 19 people to this Paul Mitchell, like, so Paul Mitchell edu Paul Mitchell schools okay. creates like a campaign to like, Hey, come to here and be, mm. you know, do our beauty school. And because Paul Mitchell is, there's like 440 schools nationwide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they do like every five years, they'll do these commercial spots they'll do like print campaign it's the whole thing and then they have people that they want that are past graduates that are actually representing of the brand come in and be part of that campaign Mm. like making content they have like making content yes cosmetologists and it was literally um a huge deal and our pictures i i'm on a commercial yeah wow (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes, I'm on a commercial. Um, and I sound like a bitch. I mean, shocking. But <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I was already established by then. So mm. I. Oh, must be nice. Yeah, I came in <laughs> and I was like, I was excited because I was going to be six figures that year, was my goal. Mm. And so I was just excited to be able to like contribute that, like, you can really do this out of beauty school, right? What are you talking about? Because you're like, I was going to be six figures. And I was like, I was unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, but what I loved is that there were so many, um, so many diverse, like everybody was at different spots in their career, which yeah. was so cool. Cause I had already been graduated for like four years. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was just a really cool experience. We met people that were still our friends mm-hmm. now and yeah, we got our makeup done. Um, my headshot is literally done by the same guy that did John legend the week mm-hmm. before. Wow. That's amazing. It was, he was awesome. He was so awesome. It was badass. Eric something, right? Yeah, Eric. And yeah, I rolled into this big room. This is how I knew it was weird because, right, I'd worked at Matt Cosmetics for years. Mm. So we'd always, we'd done, I'd done Seattle Fashion Week before and I'd done other things. So, and I'd done lots of photo shoots and we went in, they called us in and they said, Lawn Order, be quiet because Lawn Order was filming in the next <laughs> studio over. What? And we were like, what the hell? Like, long, SVU? Yeah, we were like, is it like, SVU? Or yeah, okay. Is that <laughs> is is, it a good one? Is it, is it like what? And they were like, shh, be silent when you go through here. And then here, and then there's this huge thing that says Paul Mitchell Studios. And we roll in, and there are like 100 people doing stuff for yeah. us. And we were the talent. We were wow. not like allowed to like grab our own water. No, we were not even allowed to get it our own drink. Bizarre. We were not allowed to leave. Oh wow! Like so, it was like a union thing too. Yeah. Because like <laughs> when you're when you're not being able to grab your own water, that means you're take you, like that means someone's like 
that's someone's job. Uh-huh. And, and yes. so <laughs> mm-hmm. we had to get our outfits approved by a stylist. Wow. We had to go into this room and make sure that our outfits were good. And if they weren't, and she literally would look at you and she'd be like, Mm-hmm. None of my outfits made the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, like, what else did you bring? And I had like a suitcase of black clothing. And they're like, these are all just black t-shirts and jeans. And I was like, yeah, that's what I wore to school. And she was like, oh, honey. And she let me take home like a bunch of outfits. I know. She's you- like, you need help. And I was that's- like, thank you. I'm an orphan child. <laughs> yes. And I had gone and bought a bunch of stuff. So I didn't have to change, but... Mm. And she would say like stuff like, oh yeah, I like that detail on you. Okay, stop, stop, stop filming. There's one piece of Lee's hair that's messed (laughs) up. Stop. And then they'd come over. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. It was like the wildest thing. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I never found Elliot Stapler though. I was low key disappointed. I did not see him at any point in time. Who? Elliot Stapler from SVU. Oh no, yeah. And they filmed the whole time we were there. Mm Mm-hmm. I was looking. I had my binoculars and everything, but nothing. Yeah, we were in West um, Hollywood. uh, And what was the studio called? West Hollywood Studios? Literally, that is a blur. I still have them um, on Instagram, but yeah, it was fun. They put us up at the Standard um, Hotel in West Hollywood. It was wild. Um, At night, during the day, we would go be the talent like we were famous. They picked us up in these limo vans. And dropped us off. People would stare at us when we would get dropped off. Like, who are those guys? Who are those guys? And then every all you youngsters went out and just got hammered. We did. At night and <laughs> hooked confirmed. up with each other. Uh, two people. <laughs> I was not involved. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely talk into a microphone, <laughs> let alone talk to a human being. <laughs> I, two people, maybe. Yeah. I ate lots of sushi and <laughs> yes. food. I was like in bed by 10.30 doing my skincare routine. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's so cool. I love, I've been to, I went to LA like four times last year and I, I kind of just love it because I think yeah. it's just like a, a lifestyle that I really like. Yes. Uh, and I got to do uh, a podcast on Hollywood Boulevard Ooh. in like a, right, like right on uh, like in this studio, like that's like on the, like it's a, a studio on the street. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's cool. It's like a really, it's just a, the vibe there is mm-hmm. just like for creative. Yes. It's just like, it's kind of just the center of everything. Yes. And so. And even in the, um, I still have some videos on my phone of like how weird the hotel was. So like you went in and when you're checked in, when you check in, there was this huge, like a hundred, gallon fish tank behind the reception desk Mm. but there was no fish in it it was a human being (laughs) and he was just reading oh laying down one time there was a girl in there just waving at people just like laying down like so weird and they had black lights in there just reading it was like there was a movie night yes there was a movie night it was so fun yeah it was it was really weird it was awesome yeah it definitely like encompassed LA like you were saying creative like yeah I was just there recently and the whole time I'm just like you can't tell my mouth is open yes and I was just like walking around and it was <laughs> yes. just so so much yes and cool. there's so much so many different things to see I think mm-hmm. that are yeah pretty unique so cool <sighs> that so was that's the, how we met that's how we met that's the start of our friendship and then I moved to Spokane and I um asked her to start doing my hair and she's done an amazing job and I love it. So we do, we do trade now. So it's great. And today we're going to be talking, Sydney, do you have anything to say? 
Uh, did you know how famous I was prior to your starting? I did not. Not See? at all. See? And I've never been to LA, so I can't uh, tag on to that. I've been to like Disneyland, but that's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Anaheim is a little, this was like really LA, like right on the strip. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to go. I want to travel like everywhere. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I've only been to California like a handful of times. So, yeah. It was very fun. It was weird. My husband went. Um, and he literally went, he read by the pool. It was too cold to kind of swim, but he read by the pool, um, drank and ate his way down Sunset Boulevard (laughs) and (laughs) waited for me to get dropped off by the van. And he smoked a lot of cigars (laughs) and yeah, it was just funny. So today we're going to be talking about body positivity in the beauty industry. And I really did not prepare much for like the, cause this is not something that like really has a scientific beginning or end. It's more of like an ideology as far as, um, diversity and body image awareness and body and respecting other people's body images and types. And the reason I really wanted to talk about it is because in the beauty industry, I really feel like. And this is where I feel like L.A. is kind of really cool, right? Because there's this whole scene of, like, if you look at, um, like, the Kardashians and you look at the people that are really seen on TV and are really, um, they all kind of look the same, right? And they all get plastic surgery to kind of, where they're like, well, you're not ugly, you just are not rich, right? So, but... In the real parts of creative um, environments, there are a lot of diverse people, and I feel, and a lot of diverse, like, that's the real acceptance, which I feel like is so cool that the beauty industry is, like, really umbrellaing more tattooing, more more wellness, um, massage therapy, hair, skin, nails. Um, it's really everybody from a total fitness hippie junkie vegan to a tattoo artist that like is tatted all over. I mean, it's just really a wide variety of um, personality types and body types and images. So I feel like that is where we're really progressing in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. And the reason I really wanted to talk and bring Caitlin on with this is because Caitlin is so inspiring. She's got a ton of Instagram followers (gasps) and Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she posts a ton on this subject and on um, your value not being in. So anyway, please talk about that, Caitlin, because yes. Yeah. Um, I am really passionate about body image and self-worth and stuff not being just based on what you see in the mirror. Um, and it's something that if you know me personally, you know, I've been working on it for about a year now, like really in depth. Um, I have been working on getting more healthy and getting stronger and focusing on that part of my life and just healing myself from the inside out. And I realized a year ago that even as a plus size slash fat human being living in this world that I had this like internalized fat phobia, um, and I really needed to do like a reality check because to me, I was not seeing my worth based on what I was seeing in the mirror. 
And what other people saw was that I was this incredible hairdresser. And yes. This kind and relatively funny human being. And, and what a total I was badass. Seeing, <laughs> yes. And what I was seeing was just like, meh. And so I started a year ago on just moving my body and finding what worked for my body. And then I realized that I am so much more than that. And then I realized that everybody else also has that, you know, like, yeah, I was a size 28 and I was wanted to be that size zero, but that size zero wanted to be, would give anything to be, you know, a bigger size because they couldn't put on weight and just seeing both sides of that. Um, And so I just try really hard, like in my chair and anybody I meet to just find their worth in what they're passionate about. What do you bring to the table? Are you compassionate? Are you empathetic? You know, what are your strong suits? And just trying to like bring that out of people and encourage them to like lead the world with that because what you look like is the least interesting thing about you, mm-hmm. no matter what you look like. Like, yes, it, you're really not that cool looking. No, <laughs> like, you're beautiful, no matter what you look like. But, like, I want to know like your soul, and that I think is where your yes. worth comes from. Yes, and so for me, I'm like let's bring that out like yeah I do really pretty hair but like while you're in my chair like be prepared for me to like dig to find like who you really are Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that has not only helped me personally but like my business I've seen that thrive from making that my priority I mean your color formulation is going to be bomb but like (laughs) yeah um, she does do really good hair so I just yeah it's just been a self-journey and so for me I think everyone struggles with it um because I think it's like common human nature to just like look at something like I want that but really they're probably looking at you and being like I want that yes yeah you're not that person but they're not you either Mm -hmm. and just like remembering that I think is like a key to me yeah thank you so much and I really feel like and we're gonna dig deeper into that because you've made me think about so many things just from the way you word things on social media and I love how you just um put your thoughts to words um, about such a common sense thing that people might not even realize they're internalizing until you Mm -hmm. see somebody else write it and you're like, holy shit, yeah, that's a really cool thing to think about. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Sydney, what about you? Do you have any body image issues? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I think everybody does. Yes. Um, I, my, I don't want to come off insensitive, but I have, um, you know, weight problems within my family. So Uh that's something I'm very conscious about Mm -hmm. because I don't really want, you know, I just don't want to deal with the health problems that come along with it. A lot Mm -hmm. of people in my family have had really bad health issues from like being overweight and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's like something that I worry about all the time. But then like within the last maybe year, I would say maybe less, I've kind of stopped caring I guess Mm -hmm. just because it's not really that big of a deal um I'm in a relationship I have been for seven years why do I care you know Mm -hmm. he still likes me so it's something that I've been trying to work on in my own head Mm because I feel like a lot of this is just what's going on in people's head you know yeah their their record that they play over and over and over again yeah yeah yeah. so I think that it's something that everybody needs to work on and it's not just you know every other person you know um I think everybody has something they're self-conscious about even if it's something small like oh I have a freckle here that I don't like you know like everybody has something they can work on Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting too because like when you talk about like self-image everyone's like and then this like is not directed towards oh no you're fine um 
But, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I, like, really worry about being overweight. But being overweight does not equate to, like, being unhealthy. Yeah. Right. Like, some of the strongest, healthiest people I know are anti-quote overweight. Yeah, that's... Um, and I think like, that too, was that that's something realized you just say too. without thinking, like, oh, I don't want to be overweight. But you can be overweight and be incredibly healthy yeah. and just carry your weight differently yeah. and be considered overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, like, one of those terms that are, like, I think we just need to, like, cut that out. Because, like, mm-hmm. being overweight is not the worst thing and in you the can world. be the super strongest fit woman i know is and i quote for weight and she is a beast yeah and you can be super fit and mm-hmm. super healthy and have something high blood pressure if yeah. it's genetic you know and it's, yeah. it's so i do feel like that um in and when i was born in this in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> um there was a lot of, i mean you know i feel like wellness that's what i love about the you the Gen Z's because I really feel like the acceptance and awareness and um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, just (laughs) the diversity now that is sort of embraced. And I think that we will stop perpetuating some of those lies and some of those things onto people so that then we as, cause you probably heard those things when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and then you just play those over and over and over and over and over Mm -hmm. in your head and I know I've given my kids so many things that they're going to say later that like I, therapy. oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you try as a parent to be your, a, a good, um, parent, but we still pass things on. And, um, Brendan, how are you? You're, 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 you're I'm laughing because I, I don't ever try to shame my kids in like, no. into like body images. No. But I have recently, like they have an issue with brushing their teeth Oh yeah, and they're their breast stinks and i and i told them like if you don't brush your teeth and you start and you talk to people and you have bad breath people are going to pass know, out people are going to know that and <laughs> right. they're, they're they're not going to want to talk to you yes. and they're going to be mean about it like mm-hmm. you need to brush your teeth and like and so it's not it's not so much a body issue thing but like i but i'm one i've wondered to myself like am i I'm, i might be causing some issues for my children <laughs> no i think you're not because <laughs> kids do have to be prepared i'm sort of a tough love parent yeah I, yeah and i do feel like okay i mean and all kids go through that weird hygiene issue where they refuse yeah. to do anything that is like a human and <laughs> so i really feel like that is good preparation for some of the social shame and really that they need to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there regardless. You, no matter how good the world yeah, gets, yeah. it's always, it's never going to go away. So, yeah. yeah. And what about you, Brennan? Did you ever struggle with any body image issues? Oh, I, I suffer from it now. Do you? Um, I, 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 I diagnose. I like, I feel like I suffer from body dysmorphia. Oh. Um, I don't tell a lot of people this besides like maybe Abby, but like I and now everyone, everyone's on the, gonna, everyone on the podcast. Like, I don't know if I ever do that. Uh, I mean, one of the reasons why I run every day is because I know that's a, a great way for me to control my weight. Like, yeah. and I, I know that like if, and I, but I have this like in the back of my mind, if I don't run, I'm going to get fat. Like, yes. and so, and I know that's, and I know if I talk to my therapist about that, <laughs> that she would probably say, well, you need to just probably stop running or do something to like make your, and I've done stuff to like make my, my body feel better, but it's always, everything I do is kind of always based around how my body feels. Like if okay. it's not drinking a lot, like if I'm like, if I'm going, if I, when I was doing my sober thing, like yeah. I, it was because I wanted to lose weight and like, mm-hmm. and that's not, that's a good thing, but like, and I wanted to be healthy, but like, mm-hmm. it's a lot about like my self image and like 
how my clothes fit on me. Yeah, you were just trading one. You're, it's still a dysfunctional thread or a root of your body image not being good enough. Yeah. That made you make those decisions. Yeah. So, yeah. But what comes from this is I want to ask you, being in a wheelchair and yeah. like being like, what has that been like for you over your life? Um, so, you know, I, I have, I don't, so now this, we're going to get deep, but, um, so I was born with lumbar sacralogenesis. So I've been in a wheelchair and I was in the hospital till I was four. Wow. So I, wait, from birth from to birth four? till four. Whoa. Yes. I was in the hospital. Any of that? I remember most of it. Like wow. from about my mom, I'll have like these weird memories and then I'll ask my mom if that was a dream and then she'll be like, no, that was real. So I remember, and so I was one of the first um, kids to have some of these surgeries. So I was on display. I remember being rolled out on a, um, on, I was on display for like 400 doctors. I and, like and I knew, and my mom, I was the March of Dimes poster child for four years. So they paid for everything and oh. for research and things like that. And so I have some of my first memories are being stared at and um, on display mm. for my body. Yeah. <clears throat> so because of that, I and I learned really, really young that I'm bigger than my body. Like I am way up here and I'm just like trapped in this small little skin and bones suit but that makes me uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) but like seriously like my if i were just an energy and didn't have a body Mm -hmm. i would be bigger than the whole room Mm -hmm. right and so it's like okay sucking that all in into this little so i've really um had almost like a detachment to my physical appearance because Mm. i realized really young that my body image and self image we're not the same. Oh. And I still get weirded out sometimes when I roll past a mirror and I'm like, oh shit, I'm in a wheelchair. That's wild. <laughs> like, when did that happen? I forget that you are too. Like, yeah, and that's my biggest compliment though. Be- Do you remember when I was like, Do your legs ever hurt? And you're like, No, I don't have those. And <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't, I just don't. So, so weirdly, my body image, I guess, I guess I shouldn't say I don't have body image issues because, like, I don't want anything to happen to my face or my boobs. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> boobs and a face. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but, like, I, and as I get older, I mean, things, you know, you're, I'm getting, my body doesn't feel as good. Right. I'm, like, yeah, I think this last week I must have rolled all over Spokane, <laughs> like all over Spokane. And I expected myself with all this rolling to be like suddenly super fit. Mm. And I thought about you, Caitlin, because I was like, <laughs> shit, I'm moving my body. Like, yeah. what the hell are these muscles down here? That's just from rolling. And why is my heart beating so bad? Is this what cardio feels like? Yeah. <laughs> and so I... um I really realized I do need to just move more so that I feel better. And that's what I think one of the coolest things that you um, talk about in some of your posts. So share your philosophy because I've seen you really have like an ascension and you really have, um, you've, you've hit some sort of power 
thing, right? And I've we've all seen it that have been friends with you for a while, where we've seen you just really be like, okay, fuck it, I'm this is my body, because you would be like kind of timid and you'd be like, hey, you guys, hi guys, um, I went to the gym. Do you guys want to hear about that? No, okay, okay, sorry, thanks, bye. And then it would you'd like your story would go away, and then it was like pretty soon. Then you're doing like aerobatics and shit like and then you're doing and now people are actually asking you for your opinion on certain things and so it's like you've really kind of become I think inadvertently this um weirdly accidental because you didn't mean to start this but I feel like you represent like the average person who feels the lies that they've been telling about themselves internally that you're just not going to subscribe to that bullshit anymore in your own head. And so you're really like conquering the beast in your head, which I think is so badass. And then your body changes that are coming from that, that's almost just like a second blessing yeah, and absolutely. not the root of the purpose. So tell me about your, how you decide to tell us about that. Yeah. So I realized that even though like a lot of people just see hair as like just standing behind a chair and doing things, it's incredibly hard on your body. It's mm-hmm. horrible on um, your body. I can back yeah. that. That's yes. why I don't do it anymore yeah. because yes. it hurt. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm three, two and a half at that time, two years in, and I'm already feeling these effects. I need to do something because I love this career and I'd like to do it forever. Um, so I started to try and find things, moving my body to get more mobile, to get more, um, muscle to get stronger. Um, and so I joined shameless plug here forward fitness. Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommendation. I've been there nice. for a year now. Okay. Um, I'll tag whole, them on this. Yes. Okay, great. good. Mm-hmm. Their whole philosophy is, um, looking up to the person in front of you, um, connecting with the person next to you and encouraging the person behind you. Um, because we all start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not one person walks in there being able to do everything that they want to do, right? We walk in there with the goal, whether it be to gain weight, to lose weight, to get stronger. Um, that gym does not focus on the number on the scale. That is the least important thing to them. Um, so I found a gym that fed into that mentality of, let's get you stronger. Let's get you more mobile. It's very functional movement. Which is really a different and a unique gym philosophy. Yes. Because I'm fairly anti-gym because same. of those... Mm-hmm. stereotypes that you think about who go to the gym yep yes. yeah and so I, i've seen a lot of horror stories about women in the gym mm-hmm. yeah yeah go yeah. ahead and so i found that gym and that started that whole journey of okay i my body is capable of a lot even at you know pushing 300 pounds i was capable of so much more than i thought i was so then I went to, well, what else can I do mm-hmm. with this awkward body of mine? Um, and I do a hair of a girl named Tracy, and she's a coach at Coil, um, Ariel. And she's a plus-size woman, and her whole philosophy is, like, everybody is capable. And um, everybody is sexy. Yeah. That's the thing that I think is so cool now that people are really embracing, is that it's really about what you what you feel like inside mm-hmm. and you project that. Um, and I'm not talking about like sexual trap. We all have our types, right? But I'm just talking about, man, beauty comes from what you project from your spirit, mm-hmm. regardless of what your physical appearance looks like. Yeah. And I think that's what I've seen in you over the last couple of years. Like when I saw you in that aerial thing, 
Mm-hmm. And I still, I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah, I was I'm- like, damn, Caitlin. <laughs> and, I, and then other people started to, and, and it's like, why shouldn't you do? And, and I, then I think that you really broke. Um, yeah. That was like a big turning point. For yes. Me. And then everybody started being like, oh my, cause you, yeah. So. Where are these gyms? Um, so Ford Fitness is up north off of like Maple and Francis. Okay. Um, next to the boiler room. They share. A, I want to do the aerial stuff. Yes, yes aerial, do it. It's at Coil. You can follow yes. them on Instagram. Yes, so finish it's that really story. It's really easy mm-hmm. to like book with them. They do passes and stuff like that and they do events. Um, and they have like beginner friendly stuff where it's how to even get yourself into the sling. Me and my friend have talked about doing do this, it. but we were very scared because we we're like, we're going to go up in there and these people are going to be spinning around on the ceiling and no, we're going to be no, like tangled so up and at stuff. We should they have are. Tracy, your client, we should have her be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, and you walk <clears> in and you're like, I'm not going to be able to do that. And then Tracy shows you, no, your body can do that. It may not be able to do it as fast and efficiently, but your body can do that. Let me help you. Um, and there is nothing more like empowering. And yeah. again, like I posted those photos because I felt so beautiful in my body for mm-hmm. the first time in a long time. And that's what you shapes. could see. That's what I could see yes. is that you felt beautiful. And mm-hmm. then that in turn made you beautiful. Yeah. So. The so confidence. Cool. Like that yes. is when I was like, okay, wow, this is really cool. Um, I'm changing my mental state. I'm moving my body. I'm not feeding it 20 piece chicken nugget meals every day. I'm like throwing a broccoli in there every so often, you know, (laughs) that's green. I'm going to eat it. Um, and so every so often just like fueling your body with things. And I'm not saying like, you cannot have chicken nuggets. Yo girl eats chicken nuggets. I rolled a lot of city blocks and I had fried chicken for dinner. I had chicken nuggets last night, (laughs) you know, and like Uh just changing your thought from me. Like I earned those chicken. nuggets. like, it's just really like toxic culture. And that's like a whole nother thing. But um, just like finding those things that like make your body feel good for Brennan, it's running, whether it's, you know, for some people, it's a toxic thing to just constantly run, or it's because that's what makes his body feel good in the, in that moment. Um, I wish I was like that. I've literally tried running and my body's like, girl, humble, humble yourself. You're not a runner. Um, but my body feels good when I lift heavy things. I'm incredibly strong. Um, and so I think just like finding what makes your body feel it's best where that's what you're putting into it what you're putting out of it um putting out of it that was a weird way to say <laughs> i got it we can't no i do um but just like finding what makes your body feel good um makes like this internal change in yourself once i started seeing what my body was capable of um there was like a shift in me of being like i don't just want to be you know this number on the scale i want to be able to lift this amount of weight i want to be able to do this incredible thing and i want other people to feel that power that you feel within yourself when mm-hmm. you're more than just a size yes and i think body positivity comes from within mm-hmm. right and you it can't does love yourself and then no. or hate yourself and love everybody else if right. you're hating something about yourself subconsciously you're hating it about other people too whether yes. you want to admit it or not and i know estheticians struggle with this when they have bad skin mm-hmm. when yeah. estheticians have bad skin they really internalize it and they may try everything to get their skin under control and then suddenly they feel like their education and what their knowledge about skin is not valuable <coughs> and that they're they shouldn't be taking it seriously in their career and it becomes really something that is um an internal struggle that's why I liked masks because I had acne really bad when I was a teenager and I still get like an occasional breakout and I still have some blackheads and stuff on my nose. But when I would get a breakout when we were wearing masks, I was like, 
Oh, cool. I can just cover it. <laughs> now I, you, you can't cover that. <laughs> you can't cover that. So no. like anytime I get a zit, I'm always nervous. Like, oh God, I'm nervous to tell them I'm an And isn't that funny? Yeah. 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 And it's not, cause I've never noticed any acne on you. And, and, and they're not even, Brayden tells me all the time. He's like, it's not even that big of a deal. And I'm like, well, no, it you're is. Like a human being. Yeah. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yes. What about you, Brennan? Do you have anything to add so far? No, I mean, I just, I mean, I really like this conversation. I think it's super important to have. I mean, yes. it's just, I mean, because I don't think people talk enough about it. And <laughs> I also think it's good to destigmatize yeah. it all. And like, yes. especially, I mean, because it's still so toxic out there. Like, oh. it's like, it's just like, it's, I mean, but I feel like if more people talk about it and normalize, and normalize it. it and then like, but like, it's still awful when you see, people just talking shit about Lizzo. Like, yes! I, lo- I mean, Lizzo's like the most amazing woman in the world. And <laughs> like to, and then like, but then, but the, then the haters, if you go through any of her comments, oh, it's yeah. just like, why are you proud to be like this? And I'm just like, why wouldn't she be proud? Right. Like, and it's, and I, I, yeah, like having, raising a daughter and having, being married, like with an amazing woman, like who also, I'm sure we don't talk about it that much because Abby doesn't talk about it, but like, it's, you know, it's important to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And you, go ahead. Go, I really feel like that people, um, when they, and I'm not saying I haven't done this because we all pick like the most easiest thing when we're mad and to be rude. Like we pick the most easiest thing yeah. to be insulting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I really feel like that's like the most, and that's what I kind of hope that we're, evolving out of because i kind of feel that we are right and with the whole um just just showing people that you can't just be so flippant with your mean words Mm. anymore and i feel like social media is both a a blessing and a curse in this way because people get real ballsy when they know that they're never going to meet the person Mm. and they get real ballsy when they know that they're there, nobody's going to ever, you know, say, hold them accountable, hold them accountable. Right. And it's like, if you were ever just, would you ever say that to somebody? No, because you'd probably get knocked on your ass. And so (laughs) I feel like, um, when people say those kinds of insulting things, it's like the most unintelligent insult. Yeah. Yeah. What's in it's uh, It's an obvious, like, and Lizzo said this before. She's like, I know I'm fat, like, yeah. but like, I love that about myself or and and like, and it's not, it's <clears throat> right. Yeah. It's like, we know the size of your body, whether you're wearing a bag on it or you're wearing like a skin tight, I'm going to call it like a leotard. Yeah. I don't know what the adult yes. version of a leotard is, <laughs> right. but body suit. Right? Body yeah. suit. Yeah. Thank you. Fashion. Yes. Um, and it's like, they know the size of your body with or without that clothing. And so, and it's interesting that you bring up like Lizzo, like plus size, right? Like, mm. But, like, what about, like, Kira Knightley, yeah. right? Like, yes. she is so thin mm. and beautiful. and But people attack her, too, for, like, not being able oh. to, like, put on weight. Oh, yeah. And Nina and struggles. She yeah. cannot put on weight. And mm-hmm. they're horrible to, like, both sides. And it's, like, where do we just, like, meet in the middle and just, like, stop giving a rip about what people look like and yeah. start giving a rip about, like, their genuine health and, like, mm. who they are on the inside and, like, what can we do to help that? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, and as, But I also think there's a, an issue, too, where it's – I, I, my biggest issue is not, is that, I mean, it is that, but like, it's, it's a people that want to take down people who are celebrating it now. Yes. Like, okay, bo- yeah. like, like body positivity. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, we should all be proud of who we are, but like, because they're, 
because we have to think we need to live up to this expectation of how we should look, we it really create, I mean, it just creates so much toxicity and yes. uh, negative thoughts. And I mean, it's why, I mean, it's literally why people kill themselves. Yeah, it like, is. And why there is suicide, like why, like why suicide. Yes. Like, there's so, like, there's a lot more there, but like, it, it, it's such a hard thing to talk about too. I always get super flustered like I am right yeah. now because yeah. it's just like, because I just don't understand people. I don't understand why people got to be no. the way they are. No. And the people like support, like loving yourself. <clears throat> then there's like the people that are like attacking them, right? They're like, yep. well, right. you're promoting obesity or you're promoting this. And it's like, they're just like always somebody attacking that other person, yeah. mm-hmm. like no matter where you're at in the circle. So I had, um, two instances that I can remember where I really felt like, um, because obviously I've always been in a wheelchair and I'm Mm. pretty confident, but I've had men reject prior to being married happily for 24 (laughs) years. I love my husband, but I had a, um, uh, guy who, when I lived in Seattle, who was really important to me, And, um, I won't say his name, but he and I were really, really good friends. And he basically told me that he was in love with me and that if, and I basically said, oh my gosh, I mean, I had, he was amazing. And I was like, oh gosh, I love that. We were, I mean, we hung out every day. He was like my very best friend and I could totally have seen, this was years ago and thank god because i would never met my husband and and my husband is my my the love of my life but you don't realize that when you're heartbroken and devastated at the time but he said to me i think i'm in love with you but it's so sad that you're in a wheelchair because i can't date you oh say his Mm. name (laughs) (laughs) and i was only 20 i think four and i was like and I'd been friends with this dude for like three years and like really, really like I knew he had feelings for me. He knew that I had feelings for him. Everybody knew that he was like my boyfriend that we, we weren't boyfriend, you know, like those mm. friends that you yeah. see that you're like, Oh, they're totally together. They just aren't together yet. Right. That was what it was. And then he said, well, I just want, I have this really active lifestyle and I really like to go rock climbing and I just can't see myself you know, dating somebody in a wheelchair. And I was like really shocked that he would verbalize that. Mm. Yeah, for real. But then I was like, well, I had to appreciate and respect his honesty. Yeah. So it was this really concurrent eye opener. And then I was hurt. And then um, I was petty and made him jealous. But um, because <laughs> then I, I started saying... Um, then I moved back to Tri-Cities, okay? And so when I moved back to Tri-Cities about four months later because I realized, man, I missed my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, and, and I had a boyfriend at the time, so I was not available to date. So it was safe for him to, like, use my wheelchair, or for, you, for him to use my boyfriend as an excuse, but instead he actually told the truth about my wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And it really devastated me because I'm like, I was... Wow. Okay. So then I move home and about a year and a half later, I met my husband, but I had just moved home. And about um, three months later, here, this dude calls and he says, I regret, I really, um, regret, 
I, he, my friend answered the phone. This is before cell phones, even you guys, like literally, I think I had a Motorola wow, or a Nokia <laughs> and, uh, and he, um, called and told my friend, he asked if he could have my phone number. And my friend said, no. And he said, well, I really want to tell her that I regret saying that I wouldn't ever date her because I really realize that I miss her so much and I'm in love with her and I want to date, I want to date her. My friend said, basically go to hell, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> nice. so I've never talked to him since then. Good. But I realize, man, and I look back at that and I'm like, okay, I really do respect the fact that he told the truth yeah. because mm-hmm. I would have hated, I mean, yeah. And I know that I'm pretty, like not to, um, I, I know that I have been pretty. You're like really pretty. Thank you. <laughs> and so I know that no matter how much, how pretty I look in my face, the wheelchair is always going to be something that people first notice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't change that. And so I really have learned to disassociate um, myself. And then I met my husband who thinks I'm like the most beautiful. I don't know if he still thinks that, but hopefully he better. Sydney, you're going to need to I ask would th- him. I would think he would. Yeah, but she sees us yeah. all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and Sydney said she was worried that Matt and I were going to be, because she had never worked for a husband and wife couple. I said, dude, we run this business better than we parent our kids together. You have no idea how many things I have read about like people being like, oh my God, don't ever work for a family company. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just not good, but they're great. They're, we get along. I mean, we have our fights. Don't get me wrong. We, Caitlin knows, right. But like (laughs) he loves me and it doesn't matter what I look like. If it would not matter if I gained so much weight it would not matter. Like I'm already missing a couple legs. Right? Like, he would 100% not of them. care. And I'm like, okay, I just, so the right person, like sexual attraction and, and love and all that kind of stuff. So I think body positivity and you don't have to be, and that guy that said that to me, he was never unkind to me. It, he just told me the truth. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad that he told me the truth. He never said anything insulting, but I also feel like, um, yeah, so I, I, when you asked me, Brennan, like what was the thing in my, um, for body image, I guess that really rocked me because it was so shocked. We're all arrogant as human beings, right? We're all like really arrogant. And I was like shocked that, what do you mean you don't want me? Like, what? And are you serious? Okay. And, but I really feel like that was a good reality check for me to have. Mm. I feel like it wasn't like he was like, you're ugly because you're in a wheelchair. No. It's like he had... I don't think there's anything wrong with us, like, having a type, right? Like, yeah. I'm attracted to awkward white guys who blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, like, that is true. I am attracted to awkward white guys. But I think there's nothing wrong with, like, having specifics and something that you want in a person. And it's not like he was talking down about you because you were in a wheelchair. That was just, like, a physical factor about you. Right. And he um, was thinking think it more about a lifestyle. That, yeah. Because right. he kept mentioning that my... Mm-hmm my disability would be his lifestyle and which is true so right res- it was a very respectful it was to go about. yes it was so hope he's doing well <laughs> <laughs> sir if you're listening she's I thriving thank you I am totally thriving and I love my husband so yes <sighs> uh, I don't I, I uh, you're looking at me. I thought I needed to say something. <laughs> I, know, uh, I was like, what's he saying? <laughs> I have a friend. I do want to talk about my, my client and my friend, Brittany Essency. So she owns Sugar Lash and Skin in Tri-Cities. Brittany was a instructor at Paul Mitchell School in Richland. 
And Brittany was plus size, is plus size, and she is extremely body positive. Brittany and I first met because I um, was her business coach when she was thinking about going out on her own, but she was kind of scared. And I'm like the biggest hype girl, right? Where I'm like, you can do it. Go for it. But I don't, Sydney, you can't leave. So you can't. That's right. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) But I'm like, so Brittany, so she would, when I asked her, why do you want to start your business? Like, tell me what you want to start. And I, I should have her on too. She'd be an amazing guest. She said, because I want to create a space where people with my body image can go in and get everything sugared and waxed and not feel like they are undignified or disrespected before they even get on the table. And that blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, you need to do it right now. Like, what's your business name? (laughs) And so I helped her write a business plan and she is thriving. She's thriving. And you're actually doing a facial for her and her husband um, coming up sometime I, in April. She, her name sounds familiar. I've done something on her, I think. No, you. I did. She was here already, and I did a crystal facial on her. Oh, okay. And then you're going to do, I think, her and her husband on cool. some and sometime. Cool. Um, and she is an amazing, and Caitlin, her and you have very similar personalities where, um, yeah, she's just a badass, and you would like her. So, cool. Yes. Um, I don't know what time we have. We should, um, so we haven't really talked about skin care, <laughs> but bodies have skin. Do you have any final thoughts, Sydney? I, I think can, you want to say something. I can weigh in a lot on body positivity with Tell skin. Us. Yes. I mean, I had acne growing yes. up. That was rough. Yes. That was rough. Um, my acne started when I was like 11. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty young. I was still in like elementary school. Um, you know, people would make comments ab- about it or whatever. And, um, my my parents just didn't really know what to do for me. Um, I got it from my dad. It was a hereditary thing and my mom never had it. And I lived with my mom a majority of the time. So she didn't really know what to do for me a hundred percent. Um, so they put me on proactive of course, cause that's what all the commercials yeah. they t- tell you yeah. to do. Um, made it worse. Uh-huh. And then I got put on Accutane for a little bit. And that actually, that helped, but it did make my skin really, really sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I just, I mean, I was like a teenager. I didn't want to remember to take a freaking pill every day, you know? So I stopped doing that. But, um, yeah, that really sucks. That really shows you, um, who's your friends and who aren't, you know, I guess like it really, uh, takes you down a notch Yes, when you have something so visible because your face is what everyone looks at and. And we should do a um, podcast on acne positivity because acne, people can struggle with acne all over their whole body and um, not feel good about their body, not wear any, um, you know, clothing that reveals certain parts of their body, especially people who have acne. Um, So, yeah, we should definitely, definitely do that. Oh, yeah, because there's, I mean, and there's a lot of, I, I feel like with TikTok and things like that, people are kind of coming out with it and being like, I have acne and I'm not yes. dirty. I'm not eating bad. Like it's just something that I have and it's a skin condition. And I think that's where things kind of, um, go different with it. It's cause a lot of people think that it's because you're not washing your face or you're eating a bunch of McDonald's, you know, and, you and know, it's really think, not. Speaking of TikTok, that's one of the things that I really like about TikTok. I do. I love, I, I like that about TikTok is too. that people can get on there and be like their biggest rawest weirdest self 
and there people are like, awesome. <laughs> it's pretty. It can get pretty nasty sometimes, yeah. but I, I, at least what I from what I see on my for you page, it's pretty positive. Um, yeah. That's probably because it's from my for you page, but you know yes. what I mean. So I don't even know what that means, my for you page, but you know. it's like your things you scroll through. I'll just go yeah. start scrolling and I'll be like, I got five minutes and it's like five hours later. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's I've actually been trying to like stop myself, but yeah. now I'm playing video games instead. So I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> well, Caitlin, um, do you have anything, any special plans for your birthday? I'm going to see Wicked on Ooh. Sunday. That's and cool. going to dinner with my mom and my, cause I'm a twin. I share a birthday. Shoot, I didn't even, um, I didn't even realize. Surprise. Is and, it an identical twin? A new fraternal. She has like blonde hair, blue eyes. Like we're completely different human beings. Like Now tell me, does she have a different body type than you? Yeah, we're. Tell me about very, that. Um, yeah. I, I had mean, no idea up, you were a twin. Yeah. How I did know. I not know this? I don't know. It's not something that like, comes up all the time. I'm like, okay. hi, I'm Kate. I'm a twin. Does she live here? She does, yeah. Okay. And growing up, we were very different. Oh, I do think I, you did tell me this. Yeah, this she is, was like Because we did your mom and your grandma, or your grandma and your aunt. Remember um, her, her oh, grandma, the yeah. flamingo yes. lady from Florida <laughs> yes. that you loved? Yes, I yes. love them. Yes. yes. Okay, yes, I knew that. Okay, go ahead. Yep. So we're completely different body types, completely different personalities, like just completely different everything. Um, so growing up in high school, I was like in marching band and like, that kid who like wore the same sweater every day yep. for like three years that was me okay. and then my sister was like really popular and like back then you know like skinny and blonde and beautiful and blah, 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 blah. Oh, like that was brutal. her and so we we're just like complete opposites people didn't even know that we were related um so that like probably didn't help to my self-esteem issues i mean i felt pretty comfortable in that hoodie like you could not tell me i wasn't the shit in that hoodie yes so i just wore it every day yep uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your armor yeah that's right like me with black clothing i can't explain it that's yeah. right. i wear one piece of yellow i'm like i'm a fucking clown <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean affect me in high school but i like as an adult i don't really think anything of it of her being so different from me i kind of like love it now because we're do you guys get along we get along now. In oh, okay. high school, I literally would have like thrown her under a bus. Like, I, if I, could. I feel like twins are so like you either are like best friends or you despise each other. Yeah, we started off really close and then like she got really popular and I got like even more awkward and so we just like drifted. And then I moved to California for a little bit and she had a baby during that time. And so during that time, like we got really close and then, yeah, I mean, now we're just like two adults vibe and living our lives or whatever, but yes. Yeah. I love her. Can you guys read each other's thoughts? Um, okay, so that is like the one weird thing we have. When yeah, something let's hear, is now like, we're going yeah. into a ghost <laughs> yes. story. I'm so excited. Yep. I can tell, and she can tell, like when something is wrong with each other. Like I just get this, like I can't explain. It. It's like ants are like biting my bones. Is like the best Ooh. way I can explain, like through my body. And I'll text her, and I'm like, "Hey, are you okay?" And she's like, "Oh, actually, this is they're still together." But like she's like, "Oh, my boyfriend just broke up with me," and I can just like feel it. Or, like, for me, like, when I got divorced, like, she would text me, like, as I was signing the papers. And she was like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I can feel it. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, signing the papers. Or, like, these, like, weird things. Or if she's sick, like, I can, like, feel it. Like, my, I don't know how to describe it. But, yeah, I can tell when she's, like, not doing well. And she can tell when I'm not doing well. And we don't talk. Or sometimes we'll, like, we're, we'll buy the same shirt, even though we're so different. And I'll, like, Snapchat. She's like, no way. We're, like, wearing the same shirt that, like, is neither of our style. But we're both, like, drawn to this shirt so just like weird things like that yeah weird twin stuff like that. i love that that's so cool yeah. <laughs> the ants biting your bones is it like um 
Do you think it's like a neuro thing? Maybe. So you know, like when your like foot falls asleep and it's like static. Yeah. I feel that like inside my bones. I don't know anywhere to. It just like yeah. starts my stomach, just like spreads out in like waves, and I'm like, mm. hey, text my sister, and so I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I was waiting for you to text me to see if you could feel it. Like it's this whole thing we go through. Like if anything <sighs> bad happens, the other one, like we can just tell. Well, and you think about like, so I have a twin question. Yeah. I'm an expert. Thank you. So <laughs> you don't, so you have, so just twins, gosh, now all my science brains going yeah. off, but <clears throat> twins, you have different DNA or is it the same DNA? It is the same. D- well, I mean, we have the same 100% DNA, right? Yeah. Both parents, both yes. we shared a room and then we separated because we're fraternal, or we were two separate eggs because we were fraternal twins. Okay. And then that's why the physical differences mm-hmm. are there. Yeah. So if you guys took each other's ancestry DNA test, mm-hmm. would they be able to differentiate who is who? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we show... Sorry, microphone. Uh-huh. Um, if you... Because I've done the 23 and me, and like she shows up separately than me. Okay. Yeah. So there's some different genetic marker, but just not... Yeah, and I don't, like, don't know where it is because, like, technically you and me share 99.999% DNA. You and me. We're like... Yes. So me and her are just, like, a little closer somewhere in there. Um, but, yeah, kind of interesting. Wow. Okay. Just different enough. Just different enough. Yeah. I'm a partial expert. I'm learning. Tell us. Uh, I don't see any of this yet in Lincoln Ivy, so... Oh, that- yeah, he's got <laughs> twins. I forgot yes. he has twins. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't, do yeah. they feel each other's stuff? I I don't know. They don't talk about that. Yet. Did they have like a little language when they were babies? Like, they we didn't. Had that, they really? well, that's not true. I, I they didn't have like a verbal mm. like language, but they definitely like communicated like di- like together. Like, um, but that the the idea of like one being popular versus the other being mm-hmm. the awkward one. Like, yeah, I can definitely. I, I see it happening somewhat to them, mm-hmm. like because she she literally came to me yesterday and she said, "I just have so much things. I'm so spoiled." And then, <laughs> and then she's then after that she told me, "I'm." She's like, "I'm the most popular kid in kindergarten." And I'm like, "Honey, no one cares about that." <laughs> she's so cute, and she's a little bit too beautiful like she I, is really really pretty and so is your son though he's, yeah, he's very he, very cute and i think he yeah they're both very attractive kids yeah so do like, they do they get along or do they not enjoy each it's other? like no they love each other but then okay. they i mean they're definitely it's i mean i'm i've talked a lot of, i've talked to twins about this and mm-hmm. i'd it'd be cool to get your perspective on it it's a very weird thing to me to see two kids spend almost they spent like 99 percent of their life together up to this point and there is going to be a point where they're not together anymore it's horrible okay yeah yeah Yeah. like i hated her in high school like i didn't hate her yeah she just was like my arch nemesis in all the 2000 movies right like yes but the day i moved to california like my heart hurt and i couldn't figure out Mm. why and it's because i was so far away from my sister yeah and so there's like this weird connection, like yeah. you literally formed your yeah. lives together in the womb, and now this is crazy, gone. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I love it because I didn't even have a ghost story plan. I would love just, to know yeah. more. Just think about like how much time you spend with your boyfriend, like, and then like, magnify it, but, but it magnified by a million. Like, yeah, like I've 
the, the time that because they've it's in it's in your bones. Yeah, it's, it's in your bones. Yeah, and they've just been together. Yeah, I just can't imagine ever like being like with someone that that connected in utero. In utero, and then in life, they like they. We've been thinking about like splitting them up in class, and um, do it like, now before they get older. Would be yeah, recommendation. well, they go to a school where they only have like one class for each grade, mm-hmm. so they can't really separate. Um, but I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm. And, but the thing I've heard from a teach from the teacher is that they also they don't communicate much in class together. Like mm. Ivy has her friends, Link has his friends, and like it's different. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited. It's very like a fun world to grow up in with having twins. Yeah, like just to see how they like because we're going to experience all these same things at the same time, but mm-hmm. it's all going to be this very different experiences for both of them. So. And how they like process so and stuff cool. like they're yeah. going to have the exact same upbringing with the exact same parents. Yes. And they're going to become two completely different people. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I do want twins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to, I mean, boy, girl, like it was like, yeah. I mean, I, we weren't going to like be like the people that like try for a boy or try for a girl or anything yeah. like that, but like it just happened this way. <laughs> and, um, Thank God the science and <laughs> IVF. Yes. <laughs> um, so you said your son's name is Link. Link. Yep. That's such a cool name. Oh my and my God. nephew's name is Lincoln. Uh, I need mean, they call him Link. Oh, is it? That's uh-huh. so cute. I yeah. love that. That it, was really it, off topic. You didn't know I'm that. Sorry. Link. Yeah, it's no. Link from Zelda. I named him after. After Zelda. Ivy is doesn't have a not from anything. I like uh, I like that name too. Uh, though. It's we pretty. We I we knew we were naming Link Link back when we were like eighteen years old. Yeah. Um, and then but we never had a girl name, so. I like it. Hmm. <laughs> well, on that note, you guys, what a cool way to like end up the um, ghostly part with the the twin connection in the bones <laughs> that's so cool there's got i want to research it almost oh there's got to be some twin ghost stuff too like yeah. there has twins to be. like yeah. that like have lost the other twin like sydney will you research that yeah um, right now no just oh. later yeah, yeah. No, yes <laughs> there's, there's because because like got, i'll try yes do you have any closing thoughts caitlin I was going to ask you about your skincare, but it was so I fun. Don't do <laughs> she literally gets facials and um, give me two or three steps, and I'll do it. Sometimes, yep. if I remember. <laughs> and she, but her skin looks great. She does a great job. Yeah, your skin is. Yeah, it looks great. Yes, I don't want to be that person, but like I just like don't do anything. Some people don't. <laughs> yeah, she right puts cockadu, She puts the cockadoo plum sleeping mask on in the morning oh, yeah, and then I goes through that. the whole day. I, I love that. I though. do it yep. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, yep, that's it. I actually it. have used it in the morning when I was really, really dry. Uh-huh. So I understand. It does. It, is. it works. It's it, awesome. It works Boy, great. Wait, I up? Cockadoo cream. <laughs> Feel a little bit depressed? Cockadoo cream. <laughs> dry skin? Cream. I'll give Herla um, Beauty a shout out for their Cockadoo Plum mm-hmm. sleeping mask. And Herla, I want to have them on. I want to have Natalia on. Oh, that would be um, so Wouldn't cool. that be good? Yeah. Her... Family in Poland is really now affected by the Ukrainian yeah, crisis. Yeah, I can imagine. And they can't, I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm, I don't want to, mm. Natalia's extremely worried, and she. I talked to her a little bit yesterday on Facebook, and she just said, I can't believe it's 2021, and this is happening to my family, and they, are, you know, are, Herla's labs are in Poland. Anyway, just crazy. Um. Thank you for joining us on The Sacred Flesh. I'm Lee Wick, and if you would like to make an appointment for anything, pep talk, um, energy, skin, 
waxing, lashes, 509-598-8695. We are downtown Spokane, 421 West Riverside Avenue, Suite 820. We're by appointment only, so don't pop in. And that's it. Everybody say goodbye. (laughs) Bye. 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 (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, that was good.